When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 37, On Failing Gracefully by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. What is going on, Life Optimizers? This is Optimal Living Daily, a podcast or blogcast or audio blog or whatever you want to call it, really also known as the OLD podcast or the old podcast. And that makes you an oldie. Anyway, I'm excited for today because I have a new author to share with you. And the post today comes from Colin Wright, who is basically running his life as an experiment. If you don't know who he is, the very short version, the first paragraph of his about page really is that he's a professional author and international speaker who founded a publishing company. And this is where it starts getting crazy. He also travels full time, moving to a new country every four months or so. And the country is determined by the votes of his readers on his blog. Seriously. So do check him out and you can read his full story on his site and also read more of his blog posts on exilelifestyle.com. And thank you, Colin, for letting me read some of your work here on Optimal Living Daily. Now, I've been going ad free on this podcast for the last few episodes And I'm okay with that, even though this is a pretty big expense for me in both time and money. I know that ads are annoying, so I'm trying to go without them for as long as possible. So all I ask to help support the show is to come visit me at oldpodcast.com and join the weekly newsletter to get your free gifts. And I'll tell you a little more about that at the end of the show. For now, let's start optimizing your life. Unfailing Gracefully by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. I remember my first day of ultimate frisbee practice. There was a lot of catch to be played, running to be done, stretches to be learned, and ideals to be ingrained. On such ideal I still maintain until today because I've found it to be incredibly useful in nearly every situation I've thought to use it in. The ideal is this. In ultimate frisbee, you always chase the disc. It doesn't matter if that thing is 30 feet in the air and cruising way too fast for you to catch and already out of bounds. Because of the floaty, finicky properties of a frisbee, there's still a chance that the disc will catch a burst of wind and fly back at you, slow down enough for you to get under it, or maybe you'll be fast enough to catch it regardless. Whatever the case, you don't stop just because defeat seems inevitable. And since I started applying that same guideline to all aspects of my life, I've learned a lot that I wouldn't have otherwise achieved many victories that I would have walked away from, 
and had a lot of fun that I would have missed out on. Consider that with every failure, you grow as a person and much faster than you would with a success. Winning is easy compared to losing and learning. It takes humility and grace to be able to look at the broken remnants of your plans on the ground and think, wow, I sure learned a lot here today. Nice. Let me share with you a particularly mortifying moment in my personal history. In college, I started and operated a culture magazine called STEM. I planned the whole thing out with a friend and colleague who I had worked on another magazine with, but after all the planning on ad selling and blood and sweat and tears, she had to pull out before the first issue hit the presses. She worked for a local newspaper, and they threatened to fire her if she took part. Setback and a half. I worked extra hard to get that first issue out, the first ad sold, and to set up and run the celebratory first issue event, STEM 1. Long story short, the first issue had a lukewarm reception, but the STEM 1 event was a huge success. Hundreds of people showed up, the bands all had a good time, it was a combination concert and fashion show, and we were even able to pay the bands more than we initially thought. I was on cloud nine. I'm thinking, this is easy. What's all the fuss about? Enter STEM 2. The second event for STEM was to be a rock the vote event, and even grander than the first. We got permission to set up in the center of downtown. We got the licenses, the paperwork filled out, the right hands greased and the right bands signed up. The school was behind us and several clubs contributed their time and money and prestige to the project. It was going to be big. Then on the big day, rain. Lots and lots of rain. Buckets of it falling from the sky. I was mortified. I rushed into damage control. Months of hard work had to be undone and redone and before the voting sign-up deadline, I had one week. I was able to secure a new location, an art gallery all of two blocks from the downtown square that was the original concert location. After a whole lot of negotiations and reallocation of my supporters' money, the event finally took place. The bands arrived and set up their gear. The doors were open to the public and the openers tore into their instruments. It was a hell of a show. And in total, about eight people were there to enjoy it. It would be safe to say that I didn't want to show my face after the STEM 2 event, So many people had put their trust in me that their money and time would be going to something exciting and productive, and I delivered something pitiful. I wanted to die. A few days later, I took stock. Sure, I was crazy embarrassed and humbled in all the wrong ways, but I had also learned a lot about what not to do, how to handle a situation when everything goes wrong, and really how to cope with failure. Great. Big. Failure. And that's the real point of all this. Most people are so terrified of failure that they don't even try. If they see a frisbee flying out of bounds, they don't even think about chasing it. That's a guaranteed loss. Why even put yourself in that situation? I'll tell you why. Because you gain very little from a win, but everything from a loss. If you are someone who avoids being in losing situations at all costs, or even someone who just always wins, try this. Go play a game with someone and lose. It can be a board game or basketball or pool, which in my experience is very, very easy to lose at. Whatever you like, just get the experience. I know it sounds very fight club, but it really helps to intentionally face that fear and realize that this thing that we are so innately afraid of, this worst case scenario, is really nothing serious. It's piddly, a pansy. Become a graceful and productive loser now, and you won't have any trouble winning when it matters. You just listened to the post titled On Failing Gracefully by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com.
So I picked this particular post as my first read from him because in my last weekly newsletter to my email subscribers, I mentioned a quote that I've been pondering. And that's one by Bill Gates where he says, it's fine to celebrate success, but it's more important to heed the lessons of failure. And that quote has really stuck with me over the last few years. So it felt right to read this post and share that quote in my short weekly newsletter. Which speaking of that, if you find value in what I'm providing here, you can very easily support the show by visiting my site, oldpodcast.com, and joining that exact weekly newsletter. It's short and has some quick life hacks and tips, and also includes a little bit about what I'm doing with my life. I also give away free stuff to my mailing list subscribers, one of which you'll get immediately after joining. So to get that, head on over to oldpodcast.com. And that's it for today's show, a nice quick one. If you enjoyed this post and would like to hear me read more from Colin, let me know. Or better yet, let us both know on Twitter. My handle is at old podcast and Colin's is at Colin is my name. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening and keep up the optimizing. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. Oh,